your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. And welcome to our show today. And back by popular demand is the wonderful Rob Oker, who has brought to us on many other shows the seven abilities of empowerment on a book that he's been working on. And Rob is a well-known guidance counselor here in the wonderful state of Wisconsin. And he has been doing um, numerous shows, which are all archived, and I encourage you to listen to. If you haven't heard his shows previously, that's okay. You're still in a good spot right now. You can go back and listen to another time. You're not going to have missed any way to be able to understand where we're at right now. His website is www.roboker.com. That's O-C-K-E-R. The shows we've done already have been Responsibility, Respectability, and Today we're going to be talking about connectability. We also did adaptability, didn't mm-hmm. we, Rob? We talked about the whole overview of the, yes. of the abilities. So let's let's talk today about connectability. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's great to be here. It's always there's so much positive energy happening when we get together, Betsy, and <laughs> you know we're talking about connectability. I think there's a great connection that we have of getting this message out there to people and to the planet. So thanks for this opportunity. Well, what does it mean to connect? To connect. Connection is everything. Con- connection is is um, is the power to and the ability to to really um, understand the relationship of ourself, others, and the universe. And what I mean by that is establishing healthy relationships. The whole framework for the seven abilities of empowerment is to really use the ideas and the concepts to become empowered, to really make some positive choices. Not only for yourself, but also with other people. And when you're doing that, you have to know how to connect with other people, how to establish healthy relationships. And so connectability is so important because you have a relationship not only connecting with yourself, and we've talked about that in other shows, it all starts with you. It all starts with the self. And if you cannot connect with you, you cannot connect with anyone, I believe. But also knowing how to uh, establish a connection with other people and positive relationships versus getting in negative relationships that drain our energy. So uh, I want to talk about connecting with the right energy. And I talked about energy and energy systems as all the people around us, everything that we attract into our lives and make connections or disconnections with is energy that we bring forth through our thoughts, through our intentions. And so when we are with another person, we're either connecting with them or disconnecting them with them in terms of their frequency, in terms of their resonance of where they're at. So ask yourself, and I ask myself this daily, am I connecting with the people that are going to build me up and that resonate with that frequency of love, that frequency of hope, that frequency of helping children and helping the planet? evolved to where we're going? Or am I connecting with a frequency of fear or or connecting with people that are going to bring me down, destroy me, 
keep me into that mode where I'm stuck and that I'm negative and I'm not able to resonate with that person. And every individual that I meet, there's either connection or disconnection, and then how you get to that place of developing that ability to connect with other people is how you build healthy relationships with others, but also how you build a healthy relationship with yourself. Mm, very, very big. I, I see that in so uh, so many people that I know that though they don't they don't really know what a healthy relationship is. Can you help define what is a healthy relationship? A healthy relationship is a relationship that is based on trust. It's based on communication. It's based on love. You know, you're coming from that that um, that vibration that when you're with them, you're not really saying what can I get from you. But you're saying, what can I give to you? And what can be a connection where we can give and receive at the same time? But I see a lot of adults with uh, adult parents that they're saying that the adult parent would say, you know, I, 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 always, I only want to give to them. But what, what they're giving them is consistent criticism or um, consistent more bad energy. In other words... They're not necessarily trying to, to t- well, they are trying to take in a different well, well but they would never admit that they're trying to take. They're, they're trying to take sympathy is what they're trying mm-hmm. to take in many mm-hmm. cases, but um, they're constantly just putting out this, you know, oh, I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because I love you, when it's just all more negativity. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm trying to help people understand when they are connecting with somebody, where is that bringing them? And how they identify how what what that's doing to them. Mm-hmm. And then again, I th- I'm thinking too of the, the energy vampires that there are those people that will be around you and try to suck that yeah. energy oh, from you, huge. and also either put you in a space where you feel drained or depleted, or you know your energy's gone. And then is that you know is that connection? How is that going to handle your next relationship or your next encounter with another person? But let's go back to that relationship building. Okay. I think I, I, I sense that, you know, we're talking about how do you build relationships so you have that positive energy happening. How do you build relationships within the family, within the, you know, within your environment so you have um, healthy relationships working? And the big thing to build healthy relationships is what I like to talk about is building the emotional bank account. And this is a concept that comes from Covey, and he talks about his highly effective people and highly effective teens. But the emotional bank account is so important because you cannot really connect with a person unless you have some of that emotional bank account built up. Mm. And I can give you, let's, you want to give an example about that? Please, please, because it's big stuff. It's hard to take that all in. Okay, let's talk about emotional banking, emotionally budging your time, and then really drawing from that emotional bank account at the right time to make connections with people so you don't deplete your energy but you build your relationship and make a connection with that energy. The emotional bank account um, idea is the same as just like you have a savings account. You're always banking positive choices with that person through emotions. You know, you're saying you're saying positive language to them. It's so great to say you see you today. Hey you look wonderful. You know you know, and there's a difference between just giving a sincere compliment and sucking up. Right, right. But when you make these emotional deposits into this emotional account, hmm. then you're building an account. So when you have an when you have 
conflict with that person or when that you need something from that person, you can draw out of it. If the person doesn't have anything in the emotional bank account and something conflict happens in the relationship, it becomes unhealthy right away. Boom! The cycle turns into yelling, screaming, arguing, fighting, threats, intimidation, and then, then there's no emotional bank account to draw out of that. So the emotional bank account is banking those positive emotions, and you do it every day. You know, I do it by smiling at a person and say, hi, how are you doing? I say hi to somebody every day. You make a connection with them. You look at them in the eyes and say, hey, it's great to see you today. How are you today? And really listen to their answer instead of walking by. Mm-hmm. And you are making deposits, deposits, deposits. And when it comes to children, I make deposits all the time. I walk around school just talking to kids. Hey, you, you know, I really like the way you played in that basketball game last night. It was awesome. I, you know, you just dominated the rebounds and you really did a great job. Keep up the good work. High five. Boom. What I do right there is I put in an emotional bank account. Huge connection. And so what happens then, and, and, and I want to get into the withdrawal part of it, and this is the interesting about healthy relationships. Let's take that child that I just made that connection with um, in terms of the emotional bank account. Is that kid playing basketball all of a sudden, you know, is upstairs and is yelling and screaming at another kid and gets sent down the office. And as a guidance counselor, I go up there to be the mediator and help, you know, de-escalate the situation. But this kid's just wound up. He sees me and immediately I put some deposits in there and I gave him some positives and I say, hey, I know you're having a bad day right now, but I really need to talk to you. So as soon as you're calm and calm down here, we're going to have a talk. Is that all right with you? He looks at me. I just took out a withdrawal. And he says, okay. And he calms down. He comes to my office. We have a good talk. I reframe him, help him handle his anger, help him get back to where he needs to go, give him some more positives, make him know that, empower him that he can handle the situation and that he um, knows how to do it and teach him how to do it in the future and not talk about that when I talk about the seven steps of empowering others. I go through this whole process of counseling that can help help people and help kids. But the point I'm making in here is I established an emotional bank account. I withdrew out when I needed it and it helped him help mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Okay. So teach me other things. <laughs> teach me other things. Okay. Um, not only with the emotional bank account, but, you know, you have to emotionally budget your time. You know, I mean, when it comes to time and creating relationships and having healthy relationships w- with people is, the, you know, emotionally balancing your time and saying no to things. You know, that's a huge connection of knowing, you know, knowing what you want to do and what, what you do not want to do with your energy. And just just by making a point of saying, OK, I need to balance this out is going to help you make connections with other people because because you can't give what you don't have. And if your cup is empty, right. and we talked about this time and time again, and right. it's so easy, the people listening to this, and my cup has been there too, where it's empty and depleted with your own time and with your own energy so you're able to give to other people. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right now. We'll be right back with Rob Oker talking about connectability. We'll be right back. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. 
More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body-eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. Normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.readisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here's Betsy. Welcome back. We are here with Rob Oker. So there comes, in, in going to that cup being empty piece, there are times when, as we've talked about in previous shows, we, we need that quiet time to fill our, our cups up. As parents specifically, we really mm-hmm. need that quiet time to sometimes help our cup fill up. Where a lot of times with our children, we're filling up that cup is quality time with their parent. Right. And, and, it's, and it's that connecting time where you sit with mom and dad individually without a sibling and really just get some time to talk. You know, it's one thing to say, okay, come on, we got to do this. Let's get together. Let's drive. Let's go to the store. Let's pick up the groceries. Then, Okay, really connecting with them and saying, this is my time with you. I'm making this time with you. I appreciate you. Let's spend some time together. Really be there and authentically listen and deeply listen to your children. And what I mean by deeply listen is make that deeper connection than, oh, how was your day? You know, don't ask close-ended questions. You know, did you learn something in school today? Yes. (laughs) The conversations ended. Yes or no questions. They closed the conversation. An open-ended question, you know, said... You know, I know you learned all kinds of things in school today. Tell me about the most exciting thing you discovered today. 
oh wow, you know, I, we discovered we discovered electricity and, and how electricity works, and 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 there, the teacher did this really cool experiment showing us on you know Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity, but he didn't invent it. You know, and then the dialogue continues in terms of making that connection. But then you're deeply listening to what they have to say and making that connection. So big. You know, one one of the things, Rob, with Mia, um, I wanted her, you know, I, I think grades are very overrated, but I also know she's capable of good grades. So we have this running thing where if she makes honor roll, then she gets a dinner out just with mom. And, and to her, that connectability is such a motive as opposed to make honor roll or you're going to be grounded. Right. She right. is so much more motivated to have that connecting time with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to say as a mom, that's where my cup really gets empty easily is the attempt to constantly have that one-on-one connecting time with each child and my husband, mm-hmm. which is really important because mm-hmm. you got to keep it going with the marriage too and also yourself and your job. And it is hard to kind of like divvy up the time. And someone usually has to take a back seat for a while at certain times. But um, just even if it's only five minutes, I've had five-minute connections with the kids that have been so tremendously powerful because you're really looking into their eyes much more than two hours of sitting next to them watching television as opposed to five minutes of looking them in the eye and really listening to what they're saying. It's exactly, a big difference. Exactly. And that's a deep, deep listening and that establishes connect, connectability. Another great time for connectability, which is really important to me, is family vacations. I really mm-hmm. value my family vacations. And we, um, we, we have sacrificed other things that we could have purchased in order to be able to make this a high priority in our lives because um, it is a time to me where we, when any time that we can giggle together and have fun together and mom doesn't have to do dishes or, or actually dad does. John does John does all the dishes in our house and and, and and really it's just days on end of that connecting um, right. it's that's a it's a really important time you know for parents to put down the books that they may be reading or or the, the going out time it, just just to be together and I, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm yeah, you're con- you're making a connection with the family. You're making a deep connection with your whole family system. You're creating synergy. And that's what we're talking about here with the connection. We're talking about connecting people and things in a healthy way. We're talking about building synergy, building that energy where the family is really working together for making something better. That's great. So give me some other steps towards this. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about seven steps of empowering others through the seven abilities of empowerment of making connection. What I've done, I've come up with uh, seven steps that you you can do dealing with a student or dealing with a um, child of, of uh, empowering them and helping them work through this, making this connection. Should we give a, a role play scenario here? I love it. Great. Okay. Let's take a role play scenario. Do you have a, a situation that somebody may come to you or do you want to be the student coming to me or... Um, oh, I'm good at this. Yeah, give me the student job. Okay, so what, 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 what's your problem? <laughs> what's um, your concern? What's I'm, your... I'm getting teased. You're getting teased. Okay, so come up to me and um, and you're being teased by whom? Uh, the kids on the bus, they're so mean to me. Okay. Okay, this is the seven steps of empowering others, and I have this on the whole concept of seven abilities of empowerment, but number one is demonstrate compassion and empathy. 
you have to say, say, Betsy, that must be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So by demonstrating compassion and empathy, it sounds frustrating, sounds difficult, um, sounds like you're really, you're really fed up with those kids. I, I hate them. I hate mm-hmm. them all. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, the, they're, they're so mean. They, they're, they're just jerks. They're just horrible jerks. And I, I just hate them all. Okay, so you're getting into the understanding, into the empathy. And number two, give an empowered message. Well, what do you what do you think you can do about that? Oh, I just, you know, this kid, I know. Remember, I'm role-playing here. <laughs> um, I just want to kill them all. I just want them all to die. Mm. And then do you think do you think that's really going to work for you? Yeah, it'll make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But do you think you might get into trouble or keep you out of trouble? By I just want to wish that they'll die. Okay. Number three, gain permission to brainstorm solutions. Okay, right now they're coming up with things that really aren't working for them and they're still stuck there. So, demonstrate compassion, give an empowered message, now gain permission to brainstorm solutions. Well, would you like to hear what worked for others? Some other kids go through this, and I talked to a lot of kids who would like to see what worked for them. Oh, you're so, you know, you don't know. You don't know what it's like. Well... I don't, but some other kids have tried some other things. We'd like to hear what they've tried. All right, fine. Okay. If you have fine, you got them, so that's good. Or maybe, (laughs) I usually get maybe, and if you got maybe, you got them, because at least they're open-minded. Do I know teenager talk or what? Yes, yes. All right, so fine. You got the fine. So you gain permission to brainstorm solutions, you say. Well, you know, there are a lot of kids in that situation where they get teased by another people is that because that person just wants attention from them. Whether it's positive or negative, they just want to get your attention. Well, and, they, and they get attention. Yeah, and they keep bugging you and bugging you. Some other kids, what they try is, you know, they either try to um, move away. Yeah. And if they're really good bugging and you're teasing, you know, they'll follow you. But if you're on the bus, just by moving away to another seat, two or three seats up in front of you, that sometimes works for them. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear something? That's not going to work because everybody on the bus talks and and they're and because they all want to follow this big bully's lead. So now everybody on the bus is being mean to me because they're doing what he says to do. Okay, good. This is number four. Explore the solutions. What will happen if? Or she said that didn't work. Or did they? So you're exploring the situation solutions. And well, if that doesn't work, what do you think might work? Nothing's gonna work. The bus is—I just the bus just needs to crash. It's the only thing that's gonna happen to work. <laughs> Mind you, I'm, I'm I'm quoting memories of the past right memories now. Memories <laughs> of the past. Okay. Well, let's suppose the bus didn't crash, and suppose you have to come to school and you have to be there on time, and you're mo- tried moving away. It's worked for other kids. Some kids, if that doesn't work, what they do is they they let a responsible adult know about the situation so they can come in. I'm not going to be a tattletale. Well, there's a difference between reporting and tattling. If you're really trying to get somebody into trouble, you're tattling on them. If you're trying to keep somebody safe and you're trying to make sure that you're safe in the situation that you're solving the problem, then it's reporting. Do you want, you you, you know, a lot of kids... I tell you what, on a teenager level... That is just one thing that I've always... Okay, I'm talking as an adult right now, okay, not adult. as a child. But that is one thing that is just seems to be so tremendously taboo. It's at least, the code. It, yeah, it is. What is it with that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the code because they feel that they break that trust with a friend that they're, you know, they're, they're you know, losing their friends and their friends are more important in the, than they're anything else right in a teenager's mind. But let's go back to number five. Invite a, a person to choose a solution. 
You know, it's not working for them to move. It's not working for them to let an adult know. Um, what, you know, invite the person to choose a solution. You've got to come up with a way to handle this problem. What do you think you can do? I don't know. I don't know what to do. Okay, I've tried we, everything. Then we go back to brainstorming some other ideas. Oh, okay. And they've got to come up with some ideas. Then we another ideas another kids have tried is they they tell the bus driver. The bus driver stops the bus. The bus driver stops the whole bus, and he says this bus isn't going to continue until Betsy and this person can get along. And so um, then then you say, "Ooh, oh my gosh, stop the bus for me!" <laughs> you know, it's just like okay. And then all of a sudden, you invite that person to, to, well, do you see this working? Well, I could try it, you know, whatever. I mm. could try it. And acknowledge and, and follow up. Well, you know, you just made an empowered choice. You know, how did it feel like getting to that point of making that choice? Okay, and, that, and that's big. Well, honestly, it, it, if there's, there's some truth to this story because I have been through this story. And I'll tell you what the solution worked for my daughter okay. that actually did work. Okay. And that was... She stood up to them. Yeah. She acted like what they were saying didn't bother them. She went right back at, and you know, not that I condoned her teasing them back, but she just like, she really toughened through the whole situation. Good. This was one of the best situations that ever happened in her learning experiences because she's now one of the most respected kids on that bus. Sure. Not because she hit them or, or you know, swore because she doesn't swear you know it was it was more of she just kind of stood up to him like oh yeah well you think that well i think this what she did is she took she she empowered herself to take a stand instead of being knocked down or instead of being told what to do is she she empowered and said i'm not going to take this you treat people how you want them to teach yeah you teach people how that you want them to treat you and she said i'm not going to have you treat me this way yeah, and, and that, that worked. That person said, "Whoa, wait a minute! It's not going to work for you. I'm going to go to right. somebody else." It's exactly what happened, and 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 she now stands up for the other kids too. They get teased, but the important thing was what a great experience it really was in her life lessons of how just by not backing down and and really what she did is what we've talked about. She connected with the bully. Right. She connected with him and would not let his negative energy destroy her and to the point where now the bullies actually like her because they are feeding off of her paws and they'll say they'll tease her all the time like Mia you're just too happy it drives us nuts you're too happy mm-hmm. and I said that that, that gets them mad because you know sometimes these bullies have to go home to some really horrible life right. and you know you get to go home to a loving house right and and that's the ultimate reward right mm-hmm. there and, and, and going back to those steps is that you acknowledged it and you, you told her that she could handle it. And then number seven is teaching her to pay it forward. And wow, you handled this so well, Mia. I'm wondering what you could teach somebody else what they learned. And that's exactly what sounded like what happened is now she is becoming the leader where people are coming to her positive energy for connection. It's excellent. All right, Rob, we got to take a quick break. We'll get back and talk more about connectability. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPB4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadySorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. Living Your Power with host and intuitive counselor Diane Brandon breaks down the old traditions of taking what life gives you. Living Your Power teaches you how to have a life of success, happiness, and fulfillment. How to live your power, feeling vibrant and confident. Tune in Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern to Living Your Power on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We are back. Rob Oker talking about the seven abilities of empowerment and today we are talking about connectability and all the different ways that we can use connectability. Um, Rob, something that is, um, it's hard for parents to know, what, what can you give me some examples of words that parents can use to help connect to their children? Yes, and we're talking about language here and that is huge in connectability because we talked before about how important language is and also your thinking, but kids read that energy and that language. And the words you use, whether they're words that are destroying and hurting or words that are, are disconnecting or words that you use that are connecting and that ties right into the uh, that emotional bank account are so important. So let's talk about language here and wise words, words that empower and words that wound. Um, 
Chick Mormon does a great job and you know he talks a lot about parent talk how to talk to children in language that builds self-esteem and encourage responsibility well, I love his 10 best things you can say to your children and these are wise words that empower and make that connection and of course let's brainstorm you know the top five worst ones that you probably you know we we talked about some of yeah, those earlier which they were bad in we, terms of that just it, it just destroys energy you know and and you know it's just like you know yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what you want um you're so mature what do, what do you know you're just a child right i don't care about you you know your brother sister doesn't do it this way well there's one i uh, hate because i said so oh, because i said so do, uh, you you're going to cry <laughs> i'll give you something to cry about oh there you All go right. so those are those are words that wound and those aren't really empowering words and language that's going to build connection with the family so this is uh, taken from parent talk the top 10 best things you can say to your child. What do you think number one is? I love you. Oh. Say that over and over and over again. My daughter, I tell her I love her maybe, you know, hundred, uh, hundreds of times a week. Um, as soon as I see her, before I ever see her, I look her in the eye and say, I love you. Yeah. And um, I don't think you can say it enough, but you show it in different ways. You show it on what you do and how you do it, your whole intention behind it. But that is a huge word that empowers connection. I mean, that is connection in essence. And number two, you choose. Oh, good. You I give like them the, the power to make the choice. And I talked about my, my seven steps of empowering others. Is Well, well what, what's tried for others? Well, you choose. What's going to work for you? Mm-hmm. And when you say you choose, it gives them the respect. We talked about respectability, but it also allows them to make the decision and then they have the power. And then as a parent, you have to really abide by what they're choosing. Exactly. You know, not say you choose and like, no, that's not the right, right. answer. Right. <laughs> you this? No, you can't do that, but good choice. Anyways. And you have to respect that, you know, totally. And then also by saying that, though, is you are really really saying to your child I'm connecting with you I respect you with that connection I'm giving you the power to make decisions in your life and what a valuable message is if you can make these decisions while you're a child now and you learn to handle these responsibilities as a child I know as an adult you'll do a really good job at it number three how are you feeling on the inside I say that a lot to the kids, counseling them or just working with them, but no, no one really asks them what's going on, on the inside, what's going on in your heart, heart space, what's going on, how you're feeling. Your intuition your is intuition. a piece of that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you say those words, it really, it really hits that connection because you're getting right into that heart space of where we can really connect and we really can understand and create empathy with a person. You know, you know. Well, how are you feeling? Well, I'm sad. I'm frustrated. Hmm. And tell me more. And then you get into that feeling and you're making that connection in that space. Number four, you can do anything you make your mind to do. It's empowering. Wow. I I believe that you can do anything you make your mind to do. What do you think? And when you say those words to a child, they start to believe it. They start to see it. They start to achieve it. And um, it's very empowering, and it builds relationship. Yeah, and going on that, too, um, a lot is going on with the secret and the law of attraction and all of that. Mm-hmm. And through it, through a lot of it, although 
we've been into it much bigger than just the movie The Secret and, and a lot of the works of um, Esther and Jerry Hicks with Abraham and all of all of those other pieces. But one of the things that we started teaching my youngest daughter, Jesse, about is manifestation. Oh, good. And teaching what, what it means to manifest. And when you think a thought, which is really the law, manifestation is really the law of attraction, but having come to fruition whatever it is that you're choosing your words to say. And she, it's, it's been wonderful because she's had so many examples now of how it's worked for her or hasn't worked for her, how, it's, how the word she's chosen makes a difference in her and in, in the outcome, which is the, that whole piece. I, I know a lot of people are starting to learn about the law of attraction, but it really comes down to creating your own reality with your thoughts and your words. And when you teach a child that they can create that own reality and, and they say those words when they, um, when they create that happiness or they can create the negativity as well, mm-hmm. too. When they say, I hate this, I hate this, so it's, it's just building the negative energy of what is actually happening. Um, we all see it every day, the yep. more, what we give our thoughts energy to. So I'm sorry, continue on. That's all right. Connectability is all about thought and then the intention we put out there with other people. Um, number five, you have more choices than you think you have. It allows them and invites them to say, yeah, you know, I may not be just stuck with this, but you have more choices than you think you have. Number six, and I love this. One in terms of, you know, we talked about manifestation is every problem has a solution. Mm -hmm. The solution is waiting to be found. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Well, what do you attribute that to? I love that one, though. I love Mm -hmm. that. Because you and I have talked about that, too, and that uh, about succeeding and teaching them about how to succeed. And one of the things is, so why do you think you succeeded? Mm-hmm. What did you do to make that happen? What do you attribute that to? And when you say that, it's a reflective question that gets the person into that thinking mode and that believing mode that they can be successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't just happen by chance. You right. actually created that. Right. And that really does help build tremendous self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Big time. Number eight, I know you can handle it. You know, when you have that enforcing statement that's empowering, saying, I know you can handle it, there's a belief statement there that they're going to go out and deal with it. You know, let me know what works out for you. I know you can handle it. When the kid leaves my office, that's what I say to him. This is so nice talking with you today. Let me know what works out for you. I know you can handle it. Then they leave starting to think and generate all these solutions to fix their own problem. Yeah. Number nine, I appreciate your efforts. Thanks. I really don't think people hear that enough, Mm-mm. you know, to genuinely appreciate what they do and how they do it and a thank you. I'm trying to think of where I would use that. You know, as opposed to saying you did a great job, mm-hmm. to just say, I appreciate your efforts. Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they had to exceedingly exceed. They just had to try. Right. And they put effort into it and you're appreciating. It's like me playing Wii. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate your efforts, Betsy. Have more fun. Play. You're Thanks. really bad, but I appreciate your efforts. That's what I want to say to myself. <laughs> and and that's so that's that is that's a good way to say it because it doesn't always have to be about succeeding. It can just be about the effort sometimes. Exactly. With a thank you. And number 10, on the 10 best things you can say to your children, wise words that empower, is just say no. 
Just saying no. We're afraid to as yeah. parents. Yeah. And no means no. Oh. Oh. That's... I got a three-year-old that's fighting <laughs> that one right now. I told her no means no in this house. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, that's the challenging thing. You want to challenge that. But saying no can be very It empowering. is. It's, it's very hard, and, and, but it can be very empowering. All right. We're going to have to take a break in just a minute here. Um. I want to let people know once again that they can get more information on this and listen to the archives of all of Rob's and our shows together on his website, which is robocker.com. That's O C K E R. Robert Oker. Yeah, you got to go Robert Oker. Who knows who Rob Oker is? <laughs> but it's Robert Oker. O C K E R.com. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we get back, we'll finish our show talking about connectability. Thanks for being with us. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. ReadySorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Are you a wildfire survivor? Do you need help but don't know where to turn? SoCalHelp.org is a place you can go to get immediate help with food, shelter, important medications, and start getting your life back on track. Get help now with insurance, legal issues, and find professional help like doctors and counselors. You can also connect with other survivors and people who can help. For the answers and support you need to rebuild, Visit SoCalHelp.org. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE-TODAY. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on 
the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten, and Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymedica.com. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you are male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Monday at 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. Today we are talking about connectability. Rob, what other things besides people can we be connecting with? Well, we talked about connecting to yourself, and it starts there. And after you connect to yourself, you know, you're connecting, establishing relationships with people. And, and then I think it really be- belongs to the whole, the whole universe, the whole environment, you know, the planet Earth. And, you know, there is a connection there. And, and you know, I always like to use the... Um, the research that came out where they where they were able to measure the human's heart frequency and they were able to check check out and see what the heart looks like in um an electromagnetic field of the heart and it comes out in the shape of a torus like a donut and they looked at that frequency and it's oh that was pretty cool and they're able to measure it as an intelligent system and then what they're able to do is kind of take a look at a satellite view and take a look at the planet earth and when they looked at the planet Earth and they uh, looked at its electromagnetic frequency and then also its shape, guess what shape it was in? Same Taurus? The same Taurus. Wow. And so that's just saying to me, wow. You know, I, we say we feel connected to Mother Nature and to ner- Earth and to the planet. But that's saying, yes, we are. Our heart space, our place that we're all one is totally connected to this planet. And we feel that in different ways. And kids that know that connection and kids that make that connection start to bring connectability into their lives. They have the ability to use the universe's force and the universal universal um, laws and connect to those laws and connect to what is naturally, I believe, a part of all of us that a lot of us are needing to awaken in that connectability. And you know you you just go outside and you you know you just make a connection with Earth and you make a connection with the trees and the plants and the animal kingdom and connection with animals. I mean, we can go on a whole another segment segment here talking about a connection to animals and what that connection to animals does to yeah. helping people. That that's and we there's been re- so much research done mm-hmm. on that as well too, especially mm-hmm. with elderly and how it helps. I know that the connectability I have to my my animals helps 
put me in a calmer state. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when they're tearing apart my furniture, I'm not so calm. But mm-hmm. Well, they get you in that state of coherence. Yeah. And again, that state of coherence is that place that puts you into a state where you're able to problem solve, handle stress, and able to deal with life situations a lot easier. So let's talk about that connectability to the environment. We are living in the age of the environment, you know, in terms of global warming and what's going to happen to our planet. And I believe it's the children and the children's children that will, you know, leave a legacy of changing this environment. If they don't, who will? And it comes with that connection, that knowing that we all are one, you know, I celebrate the place where you and I, Betsy, are one. I celebrate the place that not only regardless of what nation you live in, regardless of what where you are on the planet, we all are under the human family. Mm-hmm. And this humanity team, this this human family team and this connectability has great force. And it has great force to make huge change to help become empowered and live a better life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So just by saying we all are one, or you see everybody else as an extension of who you are, regardless of their color, regardless of their gender, regardless of their religion, is that, you know, you look at them as being a part of you, an extension of you, it changes your paradigm, it changes your thinking about that person, but also of the planet and your choices that you have to make about helping the planet. Yeah. That's a... That's part of the responsibility part, too. Uh-huh. That's all our responsibility to do that. So the challenge is out there is the next time you have an opportunity to connect and see somebody else you don't like or you're challenging you, see a place in them that you're connected and that you are one with them, and it will change the way you shift and have a relationship with them. Rob, how do you recommend going out there and developing positive relationships? With people or children or, I, I mean, mean, just, about, just anything. about anything. Yeah. Well, basically is they, to develop a positive relationship, you first have to look the person in the eye and make that eye contact with them because whether your energy goes, your focus goes, and your focus goes, it shows you're giving positive energy to them. But you have to be in a place to do that. And your cup has to be full, as we talked about earlier. So basically, you fill your cup, be be as positive as you can, and then when you have that connection to another person, take the time to connect with them. It could be as simple as saying hi, looking them in the eye, asking them authentically how was their day, what's going on, or it could be a simple a simple thing of writing them a letter, an email. You know, make a point in your life every day to make a connection with a person, and a connection with a person could be any of the mediums of email, of faxing, of electronics, of of phone call, of a text. You know, do what you can to do to connect to that person just to let them know. And they will come. And it will come. And then also, I also like the personal touch of, um, you know, the, the, the I just had a real interesting experience. I was dealing with a kid and the kid says, you know, I'm kind of weird. I like, like tea and like to read. And so, <laughs> and I said, well, just a minute. And so I made him a cup of tea. Excellent. And now we have tea on Tuesdays. Is he comes down and um, uh, he talks to me, and he's going through some challenging stuff. You know, his dad is in prison, and uh, he's in a foster care situation, and he's going through all this. But here is an energy that came to my energy. Yeah. But when he said, Mr. Oker, when we have a cup of tea, we're connecting. 
Oh, I go, excellent. you get it! <laughs> totally and, you know, it. the British get it done, too, because when, every, when I was over there, they say, you know, would you like a cup of tea? That's their way of inviting you down to have a connection mm-hmm. time with them. So, anyways, yeah, have a cup of tea, have a cup of coffee, connect. Yeah, and that, in a lot of ways, the, the coffee house is, is, you know, the whole thing with how people are spending so much time in coffee houses and so much money in coffee houses, that's one thing, but there's really a positive piece about it because in many ways it's keeping them out of the bars and, right. and doing all that because what what are all those people looking for? They're looking for a place to connect. Right. A place where nobody wants to put any stresses on them and that they can find some joy in, in a beverage. That's why these Starbucks, these Caribou Coffees oh, have huge. been so popular because they offer that energy and yeah. that permission for people to do that outside their own homes. That's why they have the big comfy mm-hmm. chairs. Right, right. And it's great and it's great because that's what people want. You know, yeah. People want to make that connection and do it in that type of environment. So, yeah. And, you know, what I, and here's another technique I do is not only with coffee but with water. Kid comes down to my office, not only the tea, but as immediately I, I give him some water. Would you like some filtered water? And not only is the brain getting rejuvenated through the water, but they're sitting down. And when you have a cup of water and you're sitting drinking something, there's this, mm-hmm. let's sit down and connect. Let's sit down and talk. Let's sit down and get to know each other. Excellent. All right. To close, I'd like to just kind of tell you a little bit about um, this is a piece called The Puzzle. And this is all the connectors out there, whether you're working with children and whether you're working with anybody, um, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. The puzzle is incomplete, but I do not fit. My edges are rough. My curves don't match. My indentations, my colors are muted compared to the other pieces. And my picture is not quite right. The puzzle is incomplete. How do I fit in? I have searched for all other pieces only to find them ill-fitting until one day the puzzle solver found me and smoothed my edges, enhanced my colors, rounded my curves, and put my picture into focus. I still don't fit every piece, but each day more and more comes together for me. I may never fit every puzzle, but thanks to you, I have found my place in many. Thanks to all the puzzle solvers out there. Be connectors. That's connectability. Wow, that's beautiful. And that's so big for our children that are dealing with being um, emotionally outcasted Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they are different. Right. They don't fit. They don't fit. And we've got to find ways to connect with them. Yeah. It's a it's a challenge, and and, and education system has seen it a lot. But mm-hmm. um, as parents, we really have to take some responsibility with social groups, like you said earlier. And that's a good way to get go in there, a great way to connect. Um, Rob, thank you for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for the connection. Yeah, I yeah. love those words of wisdom. We uh, will have more of Rob in, in future episodes. So stay with us, and um, we hope to be with you next week. Bye bye. contact Betsy or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks.